Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Like the way that I took Fred's nightstand and put it on top of his changing table because he kept trying to pull the nightstand over on his head. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess we're done with this nightstand. And Liz. I did an Abercrombie haul. And you can see it on my hands. I started a highlight so people can watch oh. my hauls. I know I'm like such an influencer. It's crazy. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Thursday, everybody. Is this coming on Thursday? No, it's going on, on Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And today's Wednesday. So you can see how I'm confused. Yeah, no, for sure. How are you feeling? I'm a little under the weather. Yeah. To be totally honest with you. Um, I'm fine. It's just like kind of like a head cold. Right. And when you're breastfeeding and not sleeping, um, you have no energy to recover. And then also you can't take any medication for it. Liz. So that's like the fun thing. It's about- a trifecta. Yeah. It is. There's nothing harder than being sick as a mom. I like can't imagine when like because I'm fine. Like I can still go about my day. It's just like kind of an inconvenience right now. But like I've had the stomach flu before. I've had the legitimate flu before. I am down and out. No, I don't I know. know what you do when you have a kid or multiple. I know. I ugh, I had COVID with both of them and it was like I was so it was the hardest days of my life. Like I remember I putting the kids in the car just so they would be still so I could like because driving was like yeah. easier than any, it was just driving around. And you had to do that. And I like when I had COVID, I was like in bed sleeping, watching movies all day. And I was I like still struggling. It's so hard. It's so hard. And Fred is at. I forgot about this age. I forgot about the age of Fred. The The age of Fred. Getting like just the trying to hurt himself around every corner yeah like finding a cord to try to put into his mouth trying to pull Mm -hmm. a lamp off of the table try i mean he is just he and he's getting into everything he's getting into everything i'm not prepared for that well and like you know for a while like you know they're babies and they're just like laying on the ground and like now it's like i will like leave fred in the living room and i will like walk out of the living room five seconds i come back where did fred just go yeah he's quick yeah okay he's under the table oh what's what's on the floor okay what is it's like yeah the age of fred is tough tough you know what someone just sent me something on instagram which i really love um it's a really nice quote you're doing a hard job beautifully did you just send that to me no someone some, someone just sent it to they me. must have sent it to me too you're doing a hard job beautifully so kind so kind so sweet um to hear it speaking of hard jobs we're doing beautifully let's get this podcast recording yeah so here's what we've got today we have a millennial word we have um we're gonna do last three transactions yes. we have some dumps um we have a quick taste drive and industry news i have a base model luxury base model luxury. oh my gosh it's kind of like we have so much stuff to talk about base model luxury light industry news dish the drive through okay so let's get started with our millennial word of the day where we learn gen z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame and this was sent in from a teacher so thank you for like the teachers have their hand on the pulse they truly do so mm-hmm. thank you for sending these she she just sent me the words and she goes i know what they mean but i want to see where your google search takes you so thank you for keeping me honest as a journalist <laughs> um my the word is glazing 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 i want to say does it mean like doing like your skincare routines like you're no. all like glazed no that's, that's slugging slugging yeah like you're like a slug, like you're a slimy, slimy slug. Ew. No, no, I hate it. Anyway, glazing is the process of over overhyping or over complimenting someone to the point where it's really annoying and cringy. It's similar to be being a suck up and is something everyone has come across at one point in their life. 
Urban Dictionary says it's when you're sucking up to someone. Um, and that's really it. So it's just like when you're you're glazing if you're if you're trying to suck up too much or you're like overhyping someone or something. Interessant. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, it's kind of like fan behavior. I I don't think so. Okay. Because I think this is like you could do it to like your teacher. Mm. Like you it's could, being a suck up. It's being a suck up. Teacher pet. Yeah. Were you ever a teacher's pet? Uh, I was always a rule follower. So I think to a certain extent, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also my main motivation is uh to be told that someone is proud of me. Like that is where <laughs> I. That is where that is all my motivation is just to hear those words. I'm Same. proud of you. Same. Um, I don't know where that came from because we both have that. So I do think to cer- a certain I think extent, everyone, I, have, I think everyone wants to be told they're proud of. I think everyone wants to, but that is my sole motivation for things. <laughs> a lot of the time. Well, what's what, like? What's another motivation for it? Uh, another motivation people like we we both want it. Why else did we both want to be president of our class? To be in charge to go on a power trip? No, that might be some people like the power. Oh, I see. Yeah, no. I we just, want. We just wanted our parents to be proud of us. Right. So I really hope I can instill that in my kids. I know. We're kind of great. Um. So anyway, that is our millennial word. Do we have anything on our dump? I think I feel like you've been adding so much stuff. Um, I actually don't think I have it. Oh, let me look. Dump it. Have you heard about mom math? No. So there's girl math. We've talked about this. And now I saw a reel about mom math. And mom math is the math you have to do to figure out what time you have to leave your house to be somewhere at 9 a.m. And it's okay. So I have to Mm -mm -mm. wake up at this time so I can get ready. And then the baby will sleep until this long. But then this kid will take this long to get ready and this long to eat. And you it's the backtracking that you do in order to figure out that if you have to be somewhere at 9 a.m., you have to wake up at 545. Yes. And there's also my version of mom math is some days I I either have to be 35 minutes early or 35 minutes late because it's like Fred's ready to take a nap. So we either have to get in the car now and we're going to be there early or I'm going to be late. Yeah. And I normally choose early. I feel like I'm actually early to things because it's just easier to get out of the house. I totally agree. Sometimes I'm like, okay, we're in a good spot. I may be forgetting things. But we're in a good spot. But we're in a good spot. So I have to, and he's already in his car seat. So like I have to just continue to move forward and whatever. I know. Has normally I'd be like, oh, I have thirty five minutes. I'll clean the kitchen. I'm like, Jameson's in a good spot. He's already in his car seat. Kitchen will wait. Do I have the time to clean it right now? Yes. Do I have the ability with no. where we're currently at? I just don't. No, you don't. No. Um, the way that lately it has been tornado in tornado out whenever yeah. like when we come home i i can see it it's you know how like you can check the path of a tornado yeah that's how i can see it yeah and then when we come when we leave i can see it yeah it is wild yeah i just and it's so funny i was thinking about this the other day because remember when you came over and we, i have like I like don't have like an overly decorated house because I'm just like very yeah. hyper aware of the time of my life I'm mm-hmm. in. But I have this bookshelf yeah. that Elizabeth and I one time spent like so long like curating and like, you know, like we pulled things from her basement. We pulled things from my house. We're like, we're going to make this bookshelf like stunning. But we left the bottom two rows with with bins. We're realistic. We're, we're realistic. We knew the bottom two rows would have kid stuff on them. Only the top remains. The, the bins actually still look great. The bins um, still look great. The top three shelves above. The very top one they can't reach. The other three ones, it stuffed is... Animals go, it's a stuffed, stuffed animal Stuffed animal. Shelf. George likes to take the picture frames and rearrange them, redecorate them on the house. And it's just like... I, I think it'd be such a funny trend to be like, 
how you decorated it and then what your kids like what it actually yeah. looks like yeah and like that's where it's just like all these instagram houses there's no way there's no way i'm like you either don't have kids or you're a liar or you're spending so much of your time like i just really feel passionately about having as many like yes zones in my house yeah. as possible like it's just a bookshelf if they want to put a stuffed animal on it what am, that is so weird to me to say no stuffed animals don't go on the bookshelf well it, it's who a, cares it's just short period of your of your life in the long term too like mom yeah. what mom was there when we were talking about this i think she said it was something like this is just your de- kids decoration i don't know what she said but she yeah. said it really nicely like her house is stunning right now like beautiful it it was a train wreck when we were younger yeah train wreck yeah i just think like there going- were full rooms without furniture because it wasn't worth putting right. furniture in a room right so and i think you just ha- i just think that in a way that has been instagram has made that very damaging to people because yeah and that's what i think you know not to like talk about her literally every day but that's what i think naptime kitchen does a really good job at yeah is because she's so functionality first yeah and like it just doesn't have to be because mm-hmm. there's nothing i hate more than a decorated house with a with a lot than a lot of kids clutter because yeah. then it's just way too much clutter like i'd rather have i'm about to take everything off the bookshelf and you know what we just have an empty bookshelf that the kids decorate yeah i mean who cares who cares who not, cares not who cares me. you're not a home influencer so it doesn't matter um okay i just think home decor is kind of toxic um and i know people love it yeah and it's just never really been like one my strong suit yeah and i don't know i just think it's i saw the best thing about i was a real you might have seen this but it was a hack because you know when you walk in target and you go to the joanne Gaines section and you're like everything is perfect everything is stunning oh, i want this. it all they said take whatever item whatever knickknack whatever random ceramic pot you're thinking about buying and take it to the garbage can section take it to the trash can section mm-hmm. and set it on the counter if now it doesn't look quite as stunning and perfect and yes. must have because it's not surrounded by all the other beautiful things that you're not also going to buy don't take it Mm -hmm. and she did it she took some things and some things still looked like hey that's still a nice piece even though it's surrounded by trash cans and some things looked so much less impressive so instead of buying that 25 dollar thing that you think looks amazing because it's surrounded by other beautiful things take it to the trash can section and then make your decision you know what i would do instead of the trash can section what i take it to the toy aisle yeah or that take like, it to the toilet put it next to a freaking hot wheel and a barbie doll is it still cute right or is it just cluttery right so that is such a good hack sorry not to be on like a kind of rant about that i'm just feeling like well know. i just think you're like very much in that phase of your life I'm and so and in that it phase could of my be life. a little bit of just accepting it and also a little bit of jealousy towards the people who aren't in oh that i think it's in their life no i think i and think, I think you're projecting a little bit more than you mean well to be. i think you can calm down a little bit i don't think i'm projecting i think I'm, okay but I think it's coming up more because I have the George and Hattie of it all. And now I have the Fred of it all. Like the way that I took Fred's nightstand and put it on top of his changing table because he kept trying to pull the nightstand over on his head. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess we're done with this nightstand. Oh my gosh. Kid needs a straight jacket. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anywho. Um, do you have anything else? On no, that's all. That, I that was all we have. Okay. So let's move on to our last three transactions. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Um, sure. One of my last three transactions was I um, had to buy more dry shampoo. And I went with the... I like... My dry shampoo journey is one I'm not really going to spend a lot of time talking about. But like I've tried the Living Proof and I really like it. But then maybe I had a bad bottle or maybe it went bad because then I feel like it wasn't working very well. And I just needed like 
chalk city you know oh. sometimes it's like living proof dredging poo is great if you don't really need it but like yeah. if you really need to stretch your hair a day like i needed so i went with the batiste and i like the batiste because they do the brown haired one so it like doesn't show white oh nice yeah i didn't know that was a thing you didn't know okay. that was a thing. you'll have to let us know how that goes and it's not again it's not great it's not stunning it's not stellar but it's better Okay, one of my last three transactions, I bought the Rothy's Mary Janes. <gasps> because here's why. Winning. Because here's why. Of course They're you bought them. They're very comfortable. I tried yours on. They're very mm-hmm. comfortable. And the day that you w- wore them, I wore half socks with sneakers. And I was so uncomfortable Disgusting. that day. And I kept looking at your feet. And I'm like, you look so much more comfortable than me. And my only flat options I have are white sneakers. Yeah. There is something okay the rothy's mary janes here's the thing about them they're a little bit of an investment like they're a little bit more money than you want to spend on a mary jane i think you could get a cheaper version i really wanted to prioritize comfort with those because Mm -hmm. we are on when we're like out filming or like at the dealership or like at an auto show like we are on our feet we are on our feet like we have to prioritize comfort and i remember back when flats were a thing they were very uncomfortable. A very you always yes. had band-aids on your feet. 100% agree. So I was not going to risk. No. I was not going to risk spending there, $60 on a cheaper version to then be uncomfortable. Yeah. So we bought them and there is something so I feel so like feminine in them mm-hmm. where I mean, I like this. Yeah. I like the sneaker look, but I think I like I wear sneakers so much because I think they're trendy. They're easy and they cover my toes because, you know, creepers. Yeah, I don't think. It sometimes it feels a little bit more like masculine than I like to dress. Like I've always liked to dress more girly. Okay. But now I find myself in all these athleisure and sneakers because like that's just what works for the job. Yeah. But I like having like a more delicate closed toed shoe. And I, I feel totally I just feel it. honestly I just feel darling in them. I totally get that. I'm I'm very excited to try and style them and work with them. I don't really know. I'm going through a whole thing with my closet. But we're cleaning out Elizabeth's closet tomorrow, and we're very excited about we're it. We're very excited. I am revamping my entire thing, which would bring me to my next transaction. Can I just say my, well, my yeah, next yeah. one? Uh, I had an Abercrombie haul. I've been posting my hauls on Instagram, and I've been really enjoying it just because I feel like I'm sharing what... Um, I'm trying to buy the bare bones and I'm buying everything in bigger sizes. My mom told me to clean out everything that does not fit you out of your drawers out of your closet put either sell it put it away for a later date or get rid of it and my leggings drawer was already too i had too many leggings i had probably 30 pairs of leggings i went through them all and i only left probably the six that mm-hmm. fit me and feel comfortable and now every time i'm getting ready in the dark because james is probably still sleeping or whatever it is i know that that pair of leggings is going to fit me and i can't tell you how good such that a feels. gift we, so. I could go on a whole tangent about cleaning out closets and just uh-huh. like I am just so feeling about this like capsule wardrobe kind of life. I'm so here for it. So can I share something? Well, yes, you can. So I'm obsessed. I'm the way that I am genuinely considering buying everything in this girl's capsule wardrobe because I just yeah. really like the style and it just feels and some of the pieces I have. So like that's easy. I'm it's her what's her name she? Emily O and Bose I don't know if it's really like going to be everyone's style but she's just so cute and she did a capsule wardrobe with links to everything like this oh is a, yeah I love this it. is a creator doing something I love it this is doing something this for is me. our vibe 
hold on wait till you see the outfits i mean she's just so cute so it's like five pairs of shoes a couple of outerwear some pants some bags it's and also then, a bit look at, she gives you all the outfits so yeah we- it's also a bigger capsule wardrobe that i've seen before yes. sometimes i'm like that's literally not enough no it's like pack for 15 days in europe 17 different outfits and it's like okay adding a pair of sunglasses does not make it a different outfit yeah no i'm genuinely i'm gonna like price it because i'm not i don't need to buy her jeans i have black jeans i have black pants but yeah. some of these tops and blazers no, good inspo or i might even like look at my here's what i think i'm gonna do before i go out crazy i am going to because right now i'm all over the place in my house because in case you missed it we kind of have a live in a smaller house so i had to move my closet downstairs to the basement yeah so i have no clothes upstairs it's right. now i have fred who's trying to get into everything it's yeah. exhausting to have to go downstairs and get dressed i think i'm going to bring up all of these items oh. into my upstairs closet and try and just make outfits out of those and, try, and but let, let, let's see what i have so like she has a black yeah. and white striped sweater okay i have i know i have a black and white striped sweater yeah she has like so i think i'm going to try that and mm-hmm. see, see, see what my life does for me. I just don't, I don't like getting dressed enough. I'm not, I like clothes. I like to feel good in my clothes. I don't have fun putting outfits oh, together. Oh, I don't, I, that's, I don't at all. That's horrible to me. Yeah. And you know what we need to do? What? One day when we have the headspace. I want to, and I've done this before. I just want to mass try on outfits and take pictures. I need a mass try on. So I just know what even fits me, what goes together. Like the, I get such a pit when it's like, it's Saturday afternoon. I'm like, okay, we have church in the morning. I don't know what I'm going to wear. I'm going to have to go downstairs and pick out something for work. I can't, I hate it. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to shut up. No, that's okay. So anyway, my last week, <laughs> I did an Abercrombie haul and you can see it on my, it's, I started a highlight so people can watch oh. my hauls. I know I'm like such an influencer. It's crazy. So I got some tailored pants, a pair of jeans. Abercrombie came up with extra long, huge deal for the tall extra girlies. Long. They drag. My jeans are dragging. You petite little girly. I know, I'm like so short and like, wow. just like they're so big on me. Gosh. Okay. Okay. My turn. Your turn. Okay. One of my other last three was I did a little shoe haul for my girl Hattie Faye because we were having a, okay, great. None of your shoes from last winter fit you. And I swear the weather in Missouri changed so quickly. Uh-huh. And it's not that it's it's not that it's hot, but like sh- we're not wearing sandals anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's cold enough or like yeah. I want to start wearing her fall dresses and none of her Mary Janes fit. None of her Target shoes fit. And I just like, I, this sounds bad. I just can't commit to the stride, right? $60 a pop for a Mary Jane for a kid. I just do $60 for a child's shoe. Yeah, that's a lot. So and I how found, long will it even fit her? I think it'll fit her for the season, but a season. then I'm like, okay, do I do brown, white or black? Cause I'm not going to do three. Yeah. So then I'm trying to like pick which one it's like, well, I think she'd wear the brown the most, but then what is she going to wear with all of her Christmas? Out? It's like just exhausting. So I fa- went to Amazon and I ordered several, they're like 25 to $30. So they're a little cheaper. They're still, I mean, they're still, you know, 25 to $30. Um, and I bought several of them and I have not tried them on. So I will have to keep the wide foot mamas updated. Yeah. And I'll have to see if they fit my, my Cinderella girl. Oh, wait, no, she's not Cinderella's <laughs> stepsister. <laughs> Poor hat. Poor hat. Um, I mean, I think they're cute. Like, her feet are so cute and chunky. Yeah, like, she has them. American Girl doll legs, American Girl doll feet. Yeah, so she just cute. has, they're tall and they're wide. She has her father's feet. I know. And George's feet are, like, so skinny and petite. Maddie's <laughs> are not fair. But the way, like, the little pitter-patter of her, like, fat feet. No, hitting. she's so, it's so cute. It's, like, the cutest thing in the world. Um. Okay. I'm torn between two, so I'm going to reveal the last. I'm, I'm gonna do four transactions because I don't oh. know if we talked about this. I bought um, bread pans. I bought, I bought those same bread I know, pans. We bought okay. cast iron bread pans because Ashley is gonna teach us how to make bread. Um, and then also I bought some Halloween jammies for James, which I'm really really excited about. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, I went with the little sleepies. 
cute. I got the Kai Baby ones that are have little spider webs on I them. I know those were really cute too. Super cute. Um, okay, one of my other, my final last three transactions. I kind of, you kind of took my bread pan once. I'm trying to think about what else oh. I bought. Well, you, you can, we can just say we both, because I did four, so. Yeah, I kind of have not been transacting to, okay, too much. Okay, so I've, bread pans. They're yeah. like $20 off Amazon. Yeah, they're like a good cast iron bread pan. And Ashley, I've made this homemade bread with Ashley one time before. And the it was insane. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait. And that's just like, you know, some days we're in our boss babe era. Some days I'm in my soft girl era. And like, I know. I, you know what? It's okay to do both. I have room for both. Room for both. Um, okay, well, that was our last three transactions where we expose our transaxing. And today's episode is brought to you by ZocDoc. Have you guys ever been on the hunt for a new doctor? So you literally ask everyone you know, and then when you finally find a good recommendation for a doctor, then you find out that they don't have any availability for like months. Yeah, that happened to me just recently when I have been on the hunt for a dermatologist. And oh my gosh, they are kind of hard to... um to get into sometimes. That's why I love using ZocDoc because you can find doctors who have appointments available soon. ZocDoc is the free app where you can find amazing doctors and you can book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top rated patient review doctors and specialists. You can filter for ones who will take your insurance or are located near you or treat almost any condition you are searching for. These doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients, not Bots. And the average wait time to see a doctor on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 48 hours. That's it. You can even score some same day appointments. Go to ZocDoc.com slash carpool and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor. That's ZocDoc.com slash carpool. ZocDoc.com slash carpool. Here at the Carpool, we are all about keeping mealtime convenient, which is why we are huge fans of HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make your home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. It's America's number one meal kit for a reason. HelloFresh takes the stress out of mealtime by delivering fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door. This fall, skip that extra trip to the grocery store and have dinner ready in in no time. Choose from a variety of new recipes every week curated by chefs and get out of your dinner rut by trying recipes you've never even thought of before. HelloFresh is more than just dinners. You can also stock your fridge with easy breakfast, quick lunches, and fresh snacks. You can find these items in the HelloFresh market. Right now, HelloFresh is offering Carpool listeners a fantastic deal to get started. Ditch the drive through with HelloFresh and go to hellofresh.com slash 50 carpool and use code 50 carpool for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. That's hellofresh.com slash five zero carpool and use code five zero carpool for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Um, And now it is time for our taste drive where we try something new so you don't have to. And I don't think this is new, but Elizabeth's feeling very passionate about it. Well, I had never seen it before. Have you tried it? Yeah. No, you haven't. No, I haven't. But I don't think it's new. I think I tried it in high school before. Okay. Well, this is the first time I've seen it. So it's new for me, guys. It is a Snickers high protein bar. Let me see what it looks like. It says Snickers on it. It was in. It caught me off guard because it was in the protein bar section. I don't know if it's new, but it's high protein. It's four total grams of sugar, 20 grams of protein. How many calories? I'll read you the stats. 240 calories that's for high. one bar. That's kind of high calorie, right? Total fat is 10 grams. Yeah. So. Well, I love. The thing is, I love Snickers. Yeah. So we're going to try it. 
Okay. Just so you know, it looks nothing. It looks like a protein bar more than a Snickers. Yeah, the protein bar. Protein bars are so confusing. So we oh, do, it looks I, like a Snickers on the well, inside. Kind of. It's like it doesn't have like the peanuts, but I am seeing the caramel. It's chocolate coated, and then it looks it's a like nougat. Liz, it's not caramel. No, I don't think that's right. Okay, ready to taste it? I think new. Yeah, I really like that. I think that's really nice. Very nice. Do you like it? Yeah. It's have you had the um what's the one that Sydney of course Sydney knows the best protein. The bar. barbells. Yeah, those are the best. Those are really good, but like this is fine. Barbells are hard to find. I think you can get them at Trader Joe's or online. But barbells are the best. The barbells are better than this. No, my schnuck sells them. No. Yeah. Um, really? Here's the thing with this. Yeah, it does. So I give it like a five out of ten. A regular Snickers is 215 calories. Uh, th- I thought this was going to taste just like some run-of-the-mill random protein bar. I do think it has like a nice sweeter kind of like a chocolatey bar taste than just like your run-of-the-mill protein bar. How much grams of protein does a regular Snicker bar have? Um, I don't know. Not 20 grams. And it has 215 calories. This one's 240. So I, I I'm just it. taking away that Snickers are not as unhealthy as I thought. Uh they're all different ingredients kelly i know but snickers only have 215 calories and that is 240 i'd rather eat the snickers no because it's not about it's about what else you're getting you're not getting 20 grams of protein in it that's what i'm saying i would expect this to be higher calorie because it has Mm -hmm. high fat high protein i don't get it okay anyway i thought it was pretty good i give it a five out of ten okay that's fine i give it i mean for a protein bar i give it a eight out of ten i really liked it okay, for good. Protein bar. Good, good, yeah. good, good, good. I, I think i'm much more blown away by it than you okay are you ready for our next segment yeah which is base model luxuries where we share luxuries that can be found at the base model we'll circle back low lift luxury um we said it once we said it a hundred times the glossy deodorant i'm not over it i'm obsessed with it good. i can't believe how much a 22 dollar deodorant has elevated and changed my life the, I look forward to putting it on. The U scent is great. I've been wanting to switch to non-aluminum for a while. Um, I feel like it's doing a pretty good job of keeping me from sweating. It does say on the website like it may take four weeks for your body to get used to it. I found like it worked pretty instantly for me. Okay. But that could just be my experience. I don't well, want to like say that and then people get mad. Like I, I think that's my like experience. In my experience, because I, I don't know how you wear tight bodysuits all the time. I'm like, I always have to wear tanks because I must just sweat more than you, but I do feel like when I'm sweating, it's in, at least it smells good. It smells so good. Like, it keeps the scent. It keeps the scent. It's a very, uh, it's a very strong scent. Like, you will smell it, but I, I appreciate how strong it is. Yeah, I, I just like it. And the you scent, I like the you scent. It's very perfumey. But in a, it, it, you smell it all day, which is what yeah, I want. Yeah. Like, you know, if I put on a secret like coconut breeze, that's the, I'm not, that's not lasting. Yeah. I'm not smelling that. I think it also goes on a little clearer than some other deodorants oh, because I, I haven't had like deodorant marks on I my shirts agree. as often. I just really like it. And I think it's one of those like, you know, things I didn't, I think it's a good upgrade to make as an adult. Yeah. I don't need to be using secret. I mean, I, I am anxious to see how long it lasts because it is yeah. more expensive. Yeah. So... But I feel like my current deodorant lasts for like like longer than I should be using it for. Yeah, I get I'm that. like, how long have I had this deodorant for? You know? Yeah, I get that. I love it. So. I'm, I'm very here. I'm very much here for it. So big fan. I, I bet the other Huge. scents are great too. Well, I know, and they just restocked. So okay. maybe head on over. Okay. 
Um, now it is time for industry news where we spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry. Sure. And I'm going to spill a little bit. Um, the problem is the the strike is very hard to update people on because it is. I mean, I was looking up articles this morning and it was like one hour old, 12 minutes old, three hours old. Um, it's still going on. And I just think like if you want like the 30,000 foot view, it's still going on. I think the way that I'm interpreting the articles, we're making a little bit of headway, but we still think it's going to not be great. Um, I've also had a lot of people like send me updates on like not necessarily things I misspoke on, but just more insight to it. I did want to say that strike pay apparently is only $500 a week, which is a lot less than what they would normally get paid. So it's not like they're getting their full salary. Um, and then I've also had a lot of people write in saying like their husbands or themselves or their dads or whoever doesn't work, is not in the UAW, but they are being affected by the strikes because they work for other organizations, companies, businesses that can't do their job unless these cars are built. So the example I'll give you is like transporter trucks, like this girl's husband like owns or works at a transporter truck, like basically they're the ones who drive the trucks from the factory to the dealerships and like they're being told that there's no cars to do. Wow. So there's like, it just cra- like strikes. Strikes are hard for everybody. Like they are mm-hmm. very, they're very tough. Mm-hmm. And I very much like, I want the strike to be over. Mm-hmm. I don't, I want them to come to an agreement. I don't, I can't tell you what I think that agreement should be. I don't really care what it is. It's to me, it's, I don't really have like a dog in that fight, mm-hmm. but I want it to be over for everyone's sake. You know? Yeah. So anyway, it's still going on. Do I think it's going to affect, if it goes on for months, do I think it's going to affect cars outside of the big three? Yes. Because I think if you can't get a Chevy, then you're going to go try to get a Nissan or a, toy, or a Toyota or something else. And then all that inventory is going to continue to dry up or you're going to go to the used car market and the used car prices are going to start to elevate and rise. So right when we like just got into it. Yeah. So I think it's, place. I think it's going to affect a lot of people in a lot of ways. The other big news that came out this week is that the IHS did some additional crash testing with their second row passengers. And we've reported on this a few different times. Um, basically the IHS, they're doing the most what they are. They we are doing, love the IHS. We are, I, they are such stand, I'm actually, such allies. I'm emailing with them to get someone on our podcast because mm-hmm. I just think we need to hear it from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, because here's the thing with the IIHS. They are doing these tests because the manufacturers aren't. Right. Like they they are purpose. They buy their own cars. Like there's the, they, they're doing. I genuinely really love what they're doing for the automotive industry. Yes. So they started this new test where they do rear seat crash testing so they're seeing how the second row passengers perform this kind of tests are typically not done it's only done in the driver or passenger seat so this is a really big deal mm-hmm. now set they've done a lot they've done the small trucks they've done a lot of the mid-size suvs they've done some of the small suvs they've done some sedans they just did the four minivans and people are shook at the scores because three out of the four scored margillin margillin can you even imagine <laughs> marginal and um the Honda Odyssey scored poor. Yeah. People are freaking. People are tweaking. People are freaking. Uh-huh. Um, do I wish the scores were better? Of course. Yeah. Are cars safer than they were 10 years ago? Yes. yes. Will they be safer in 10 more years? Yes. yes. That's how technology develops and improves. So I think it's very hard to say, I don't want to buy that car or I can't believe I have this car. I feel unsafe in this car because it's a safe car. And I'm not going, I mean, you know, I'm so frustrated because so many people are just like slewing headlines and like selling clickbait of like minivans deemed dangerous. No, they're not. No, yeah. they're not. First mm-hmm. of all, a lot of SUVs did not perform well in those crashes. I also don't think it's a secret that in collisions, mass wins. So yeah, we should probably all be driving like Ford F-250s. Right. 
because those are some of the biggest cars on the road. But like, we can't all do that. Uh-huh. So like, let's be realistic and let's pick the safest car we can get with the information we have available. What people are confused about is a lot of these minivans and these SUVs were all on IHS top safety pick or top safety pick pluses. And that's because the requirements and the tests that get scored for that award did not include this rear seat reminder. Right. This rear seat crashing. Right. I also had a lot of comments being like, why would they bring these cars to market without doing this testing? Uh, Because the manufacturers don't care. Yeah. The the manufacturers don't care. And that's the thing to remember about these like IHS, like they are doing it. They're holding the manufacturer's feet to the fire. Because it is not required for the manufacturer to do these tests or to release information like this. And that's why the IHS is so important. So important. So I don't want anyone to feel like they're unsafe in their Honda Odyssey. I don't because I, I, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. These tests are difficult. These tests are hard to pass. And they are designed that way. Correct. Now, in order for change to be made. In order for change to be made. Additionally, remember that the the dummy that they used for these tests was a was a was the size of like a twelve year old mm-hmm. who was just in a standard seatbelt because they're not testing the car seat; they're testing the car. Yes. So if you have a child in a car seat, I don't want to say that I, I don't want to say that you shouldn't pay attention or you shouldn't care, but you need to make sure, like one, the 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 safest thing you can do for your child is make sure that they are properly restraining their car seat uh-huh. every single time. Yeah. And. I don't know. I mean, I just want you to know, like, I I would still drive a Honda Odyssey. I would still I still recommend the Honda Odyssey. And I'm excited to see change being made. Yeah. Okay. one more thing I want to say, which I have I have not seen this for myself and I can't find any articles on it. But I have heard some people say that after these results came out, Kia has sent letters to some people saying that they have a, a a free fix they're putting into place to make the car safer okay i don't have that letter but like i don't own the kia carnival since it's just a dealership car so uh-huh. i wasn't notified and i have a call into the dealership to try to find out more info on it but i'm just saying by the time this podcast come out we could see more of that okay. so hopefully maybe if, if, if that is true i love that and hopefully the other manufacturers do something like that as well yeah I but agree. also like put it in the first time you know you know you know okay now it is, that, is all your industry news yeah okay now it is time for ditch a drive through where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut dinner rut Okay, I have one. Well, Katie has one. Uh, someone wrote in, and I think this sounds so good. And like coming off of our Trader Joe's haul, um, she calls this Trader Joe's Fancy Gnocchi. So here's, you can get everything at Trader Joe's. We love that. She said to get frozen gorgonzola gnocchi. That's what, what's her name? Loved. Uh, yes. Annalisa. Two packages for two adults, she says. Good to know. One shallot, mini tomatoes, roasted garlic, chicken sausage, and spinach. She says, start by slicing the shallot and adding it to a large pan with olive oil and medium heat. After a couple of minutes, cut up the chicken sausage. Once the sausage starts to brown, add in the mini tomatoes, cut in half, and make sure to stir frequently and season with salt and pepper and garlic powder. Add both packages of gnocchi and stir occasionally until the sauce is all melted. Stir in a handful of spinach at the very end and enjoy. Now, I know she cut up a shallot. I know she cut up tomatoes. I know she cut up chicken sausage but how good does that look holy how good does it sound let me see that photo that that feels (gasps) that feels like a very low lift like fancy dinner to make like that feels like a fancy one and it was still very i'm well you what you can do is you can listen to this podcast and at the end we we give a dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner route and you can just follow the instructions i just laid out okay okay Wow, I'm really excited for that. I know. I need to go buy that stuff. Basically, a Trader Joe's fan page now. I mean, I need to go to Trader's so bad. I know. 
I don't think we're gonna have time today. We never have time. <sighs> I've been telling you I want to go so bad, and you tell me every day we don't have time. So I know why. What we do? We girl bossed too close to the sun. Indeed, we did. We were so close to being Pilates princesses, and now we're so far. <laughs> no, we haven't worked out all week. How do we get into this mess? <laughs> um, we're just that blessed. We are blessed. We've got a lot of good content to deliver. We just have to find a better work-life balance. Yeah, we do. And I do think it's hard because I think a lot of people think we don't do anything. <laughs> Not a lot of people, but we have a lot of like moving parts. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. And there's a and lot of like the content takes. I think what's like the key to good content is to making it look like it doesn't take a lot of time. Um, but that takes a lot of time. Yeah. Effortless no. content takes time. Yeah. It's not as it's not as easy as it looks. No. But it's also not as hard as it looks too. No, it is being this job is the best job mm-hmm. and it's the most flexible job mm-hmm. and there's nothing I'd rather be doing. I do think it's harder than what people think. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We can yeah. handle it. We like it. Yeah, for sure. Um did you have a ditch? I thought you wanted to. Do you want to save it for another episode? Well, I just I think I can say it because I don't know. I just okay. think people people need to know. I don't want to be so Trader Joe's happy because like what if you don't know about Trader Joe's? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was talking to my sister in law, and you know I, we were talking about Sloppy Joe's, or I was talking about Sloppy Joe's. Talking about what? So, oh, Iowa Slingers. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> Iowa Slingers. Um, and then wait, did you see in Iowa they call them taverns? No. Yeah, that's what the Iowans are calling it. So it's still not as good a name as Iowa Slingers. I, I would agree. Rebrand. Um, it's a Korean Iowa slinger. Oh. It's a, called a Korean Sloppy Joe. Just a Korean pin, slinger. A Korean slinger. Just YouTube or Pinterest the recipe. It'll come right up. It looks iconic. So what is it? Like, do you want me to read the ingredients? Yeah. Okay. A Korean Iowa slinger. I would look up Korean Sloppy Joe. I don't think Iowa Slinger has made its way to the mainstream yet. So if you are trying to make this recipe. It looks so good. Okay. Please have a skip to recipe. If you don't have a jump to recipe, get off, get out of my life. Okay. One and a half pounds of ground beef, three cloves of garlic, two teaspoons of sesame oil, a half a cup of ketchup, a half a cup of hoisin, a half a cup of water, two tablespoons of soy sauce, one tablespoon of rice wine vinegar, a half a teaspoon of sriracha, Two green onions, brioche rolls. Yum. Does that yes. look good? Yeah, that does And like you good. could do it on brioche rolls or you could do it like in a rice bowl yeah. with like a little broccoli. Or like a lettuce wrap. Or a lettuce wrap. <gasps> I'm going to try this. Yeah, please do. She and said that. over for dinner that night. Yeah, I will. I don't know if the kids will like it. But you yeah. know what? But you know, while you're making You could always beef. make it because, you know, if you ever get around to making 15 pounds of ground beef and put it in your freezer, then you could make two variations of it. There you go. Regular Iowa Slingers and Korean Iowa Slingers. There you go. Huh. Huh. I also got a lot of people calling them untidy Josephs. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. I mean, it's but again, it's a bit of a mouthful. It's a bit of a mouthful. And it doesn't really tell us anything. Iowa Slingers. Iowa Slinger tells us where it originated what from. What do people in Iowa call it? Taverns. This I've is- also saw people say they call them barbecues which that's stupid barbecues barbecue what that's confusing that's confusing um we should so, think of what our next rebrand should be i know just rebrand everything that's not what could use like um, you know what name i don't like what because i think it's better than what the name says pigs in a blanket yeah 
I think it's fun for the kids, but like I want to eat a pig in a blanket. And I don't want to feel like a child by saying like, hey, I'd really love some pigs in a blanket when pigs in a blanket are maybe one of my favorite foods. <laughs> no, literally. And kind of a weird visual. Yeah. We're eating pigs in blankets. Yeah. Mm, okay. Just maybe, maybe, maybe figure that out. Okay. For sure. Maybe something like a, not like a sausage roll up. I doesn't really say what it is. It's amazing how your <laughs> rebrands always say worse. <laughs> well, we have to get worse before we get better. That's true. No bad ideas, except for Missouri Meat Ring. Yeah, that was a bad one. Okay, and that was our episode. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. If we so I got this in the Facebook group. If you drive a Tucson... Oh, I, I see that for the Hyundai. Yeah. I was going to do a minivan because, you know, of their crash course. Well, I think, like, now is not the time. Because they're grieving. Yeah, so if you're... I don't want... The, I don't want their grief to come into the, the review, review section. section so if you drive a tucson you have nothing to worry about <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm totally kidding but it's if you do drive a, if you do drive a tucson head to rev- the re- review section show leave up us show out five stars and tell us why you love the pod and we'll talk to you next time see ya thank you for listening to the carpool podcast with kelly and liz make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode and if you enjoyed riding with us tell everybody you know There's room in the car for everyone.